All right, Team Ontario, here is your update. So I sat down tonight with Sylvain Montpellier in a small town northern Ontario, and he works for PRT. And if you are a planter, you know PRT and you know what they are. Um, you very often plant their trees. And uh, yeah, he is a, a forester, a member of a provisional member of the Ontario Professional Foresters Association, and he works now for PRT and has been heavily involved, of course, with the ongoing updates and changes and state of the industry in terms of tree planting in Ontario. So I sat down with him tonight and I asked him all the same questions that I asked Jordan Teslock with slight modifications, of course, uh, to be talking about Ontario. So for any planter who is planting in Ontario and perhaps hasn't heard anything from their company yet, I hope that this can help. Um, I will say that things sound really good. And I do also really hope that this is a turning point, not just for our entire industry as a whole, because I think that it will be regardless. I think that after this year, tree planting is never quite going to be the same. Um, but I also hope that this is a turning point for Ontario because, you know, there's less tree planting companies in Ontario. The industry is a bit smaller there. It's quite a bit different than out here in BC, but, you know, there's a lot of different health and safety standards in Ontario than there are in BC. And so I hope this is an opportunity for Ontario to really you know, step it up and make a lot of really necessary changes. Of course, we know that tree prices have been changing, which is fantastic. And so hopefully with uh, all the stuff going on right now, um, yeah, more changes can be made, not just for this season, but, but for the long term as well. So Without further ado, I will get to the episode and please pass this on to all your friends, anyone else you know who is planting in Ontario. Um, yeah, and like I said, I hope this helps you guys and brings a little bit of clarity. And please heed all the advice of Sylvain here in this episode, as well as our government, of course, and your provincial government, and of course, your planting company, if you've heard anything yet, and even if you haven't, listen to the advice in this episode and stay home, do your due diligence, and I hope this is reaching you where you are safe and healthy, and hopefully this eases some of your concerns about tree planting in Ontario this year. Sylvain, welcome to the show. Hi, Erin. How you doing? Things are good, busy, but uh, yeah, very occupied lately. Yeah. Well, definitely a huge thank you for you know being willing to talk to me, especially late for you uh, on a Wednesday night. So let's first just start off with clarifying your role within the silviculture industry in Ontario, so people know who you are. Sure. So in my current position, I'm a customer support representative for PRT Nurseries. Uh, I'm sure you know uh, who PRT is. We're, we're a group of nurseries placed in several different locations across North America. We supply forestry seedlings for regeneration purposes. 
And my job is to uh, help foresters in selecting the appropriate species and seedling size for their specific needs. Awesome. Yeah, I feel like for any planter listening, everyone knows PRT and everyone has planted PRT trees. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, of course, uh, we know a lot about what's going on in BC. And of course, I'm in BC and there's been a lot of discussion. And I recently did an episode with Jordan Teslux sort of covering the COVID-19 situation and how it's affecting the tree planting in British Columbia. But I haven't really heard too much about Ontario. I've been hearing a lot in terms of the government, in terms of what Ford has been doing, and little things here and there. But yeah, like just can you give us a rundown of what has happened so far just in Ontario, you know, in general a little bit perhaps, and then also pertinent to silviculture and, and really what's been going on? Sure. Uh, as anywhere in North America, there's so much uncertainty with well with all industries right not only forestry but in every industry right and things seem to change every day uh, lots of people are asking questions on how much effort they need to put towards with uh, dealing with this virus you know how uh, what things they need to implement uh, at the workspace right what does that mean for tree plant programs right what directives will be different tomorrow because things just keep changing uh, for example, last week, the Premier of Ontario ordered the mandatory closure of non-essential businesses, right? So although it will come at a cost to the overall economy of Ontario and Canada, it's a necessary step to prevent further spreading of this virus. Fortunately for the forest industry, we've been listed as an essential business, meaning that forestry has been deemed so important for the future of Ontario, let alone Canada and that we need to continue operations uh, within certain parameters, of course, but as much as we can. Additionally, most forestry employees are naturally working in remote and in isolated areas, right? The forest. So uh, we're pretty fortunate from that front. Yeah, and of course, I know this, and you know, you probably know a bit of it as well. Of course, you work in Ontario, but that there are large differences between Ontario and British Columbia in the way that forestry and silviculture in general operates. Uh, we have a lot of different guidelines, a lot of different standards. I mean, it's the same general thing, but obviously, it's a lot different out here in BC. So, in terms of Ontario, because I know just in general, you know, the the tree planting industry there is is a lot smaller, there's a lot fewer companies that operate. Are there any advantages that you think Ontario has going for them in terms of the future of tree planting this season and how everything is kind of panning out right now and of course, you know, changing daily? Mm -hmm. Well, specific to COVID-19 and tree plant operations in Ontario, uh, we're in a good position. Uh, Ontario tree plant programs generally start late April to early May. That means we we can gather reports and guidelines that are put in place by other provinces and other countries that have been dealing with this pandemic. Right? You know the uh, the acronym PDCA, uh, like Plan, Do, Check, Act. Well, we're we are, in my opinion, situated situated in a third step of this circle. Uh, where in the next couple of weeks, we will be able to check what has worked and what has not worked 
and then we can implement changes necessary, right? BC is uh, doing a lot of work and Ontario will uh, observe closely and see how well it uh, turns out out in that province. Now, I know here in British Columbia and something that I talked about with Jordan was the fact that, you know, we kind of have this governing body a little bit, the WFCA, the Western um, Forestry Contractors Association, which is sort of, you know, an entity that encompasses all the logging operations, all the silviculture, all the tree planting, everything. And so they are right now working with all the planting companies and with everybody to really come up with a concrete plan, especially for the tree planting companies of how they can go about the interior season specifically meeting all the COVID-19 guidelines. And now, of course, for that to happen, as Jordan had explained, we're going to need more money and that money is going to have to come from the government. And then that plan that will also have to get approved by our provincial health minister before our season could go ahead. So is there a similar situation in Ontario with that regard? Like, is there going to have to be a... Um, a plan in place and then a government approval for it to go forwards or does it work a bit differently in Ontario? As far as I know, of course, again, things can change. Uh, there's nothing in place provincially that indicates tree plant programs will only be able to carry on if there's an approved plan in place. Uh, but I think one of the main reasons is because we still have some time, although we are running out of time, right? We still have some. And that's probably why there isn't anything in place. Uh, some of the tree plant contractors that I've uh, recently had conversation uh, with have had their black and gray water permits uh, and their water treatment permits approved by the Ministry of Health. This, this was this week, right? So that alone speaks volumes. And there, it, it seems to be that there's no intention of canceling any tree plant program in Ontario. Have you heard anything from companies in terms of any plans they might be putting into place in terms of, you know, being able to or not being able to go into towns on day off? I know that's a huge concern here in British Columbia. And of course, in Ontario as well, a lot of the tree planting is done further north in more remote areas, which has pros and cons, of course, because then the, the towns are much smaller and have much fewer resources to be able to handle, you know, if, if, if possible infection occurred. So is there, is there a similar theme happening there that, that you've heard with companies adapting their programs to, you know, potentially accommodate for that? I haven't, so we've, uh, the BC, BC government put this uh, draft guidelines report together and Ontario has been using that as a starting point to uh, assist tree plant companies and industry members on properly planning for uh, working around the, the COVID-19 right um, for sure this is going to be this is a unique tree plant year right and there's going to be some massive changes compared to previous years and like Tree plant programs are definitely an essential service in Ontario, right, for the future of, uh, of forestry. Um, they are, there are parameters in place, right, or we're trying to put some parameters in place and guidelines, right, to prevent any spread of the virus, right? So if it means 
that there's uh, only one person designated to go into a small community to do groceries or anything that's needed for any of the planters, that's what the tree plant company will have to do, right? Uh, we have to be responsible, like by we, I mean uh, tree planters, uh, community members, anybody who's involved in the forest industry to limit the spread of this virus, right? And if, I mean, this is an opportunity for uh, company owners and industry members to really think outside the box and to be creative on how to handle the situation and keep planters entertained at the same time, right? Like most planters look forward to their day off just to take their mind off of everything that they do during the week, right? Just get the trees in the ground. Uh, they look forward to the day off so that they can go into town. But with everything that's happening, everybody, everyone wants to have a tree plant program, right? The planters want this to happen. Uh, the industry wants this to happen. Even the government of Ontario, the federal government, everyone wants this to happen, right? Um, there are ways that we need to follow to make sure that we can continue and of course it's gonna it's gonna mean limiting uh who goes into town on days off or uh, uh for supplies right now of course there may be some planters that have heard some stuff from their companies but i know there are some that have not and it is likely because the companies are very busy as you are dealing with all this and coming up with a game plan. What is currently happening behind the scenes that you'd like planters to know right now? Well, the MNR, the Ministry of Natural Resources and some other government agencies are having the necessary conversations to figure out ways on how they can help industry to, first of all, make sure planters are safe and that they stay safe and that the tree plant programs can carry on, move forward, right? Everyone in Ontario, like I was saying, is working very hard to make sure appropriate guidelines are in place to protect the planters, right? Uh, there, are no, there is nothing official that has come out yet, but people are working on it. Getting those trees in the ground is truly important to, uh, to so many people. Uh, this is the beauty of working in forestry, Right, even with this pandemic, with proper self-isolation prior to this, the program start and following the directives that are put in place when they come out, uh, the tree plant programs can be successful, but we, we need all planters to follow these guidelines. Of course, there's gonna be some changes compared to previous years. Planting may not be as entertaining as it could have been in the past, right? Last year, there is none of this stuff, right? we need to work around it. So owners, uh, everyone needs to work together to keep the crews strong, not only from a health perspective, but also from a mental perspective, right? So to go back to things that might be happening behind the scenes, even if additional uh, funding from the government to assist in uh, these programs or the changes in operations, uh, even if it's not certain yet, if there will or will not be funding, it's amazing to see the tree plant contractors in Ontario taking the lead on this, buying the, necess or, uh, uh, the necessary equipment, tools, uh, putting everything in place, uh, for example, guidelines to protect the planters. I've been talking to a few 
uh, tree plant contractors in the past couple of days. And it's an, it's, I, I've been amazed with the response of how prepared uh, they are going to be for the start of the tree plant program. Well, that really segues into my next question nicely, which was, how do you see the companies in Ontario handling everything right now? So that's a fantastic sign that, you know, they are more on top of it and very well prepared. And I think that's probably a comforting message for planters. Um, now I'm curious because, I mean, I'd have to talk to my mom about it, which I didn't, but I know that there's no real governing body like there like we have the WFCA in BC. So I'm curious if the tree planting companies in Ontario are really working together and collaborating a lot, or if they're kind of working separately and sort of coming up with their own programs or, or if, yeah, if they're sort of bouncing it off each other to have a more cohesive sort of guideline for everyone for this season. Well, so industry and tree plant contractors they and government members have been very uncertain about how things will play out and of course that's expected right uh, but they've all been very encouraging and positive on this whole situation everyone I've, I've been speaking to is really looking forward to making things happen and uh, truly thinking outside the box uh, today there was an email that was sent out from the provincial government asking each forest management company to supply uh, their scheduled tree plant numbers for this spring, right? So this speaks volumes that the conversations are happening and that there's support that's being discussed, right? So uh, of course, there's nothing that's sure uh, or official that has come out yet, but the conversations are happening. If there was any intention of tree plant programs being canceled, we probably would have known by now, right? Mm -hmm. So we don't have an, an agency dedicated to dealing with this issue, but it seems like everyone is coming together. Uh, from my perspective, um, I've contacted, contacted management companies and tree plant con uh, contractors, things are moving forward. Uh, BC is for sure laying some of these bricks for us. So this should be a much easier planning phase uh, for Ontario because we have material to at least start to work with. What can planters be doing right now? If planters know that they will be planting or starting to plant in the next, in the next couple of weeks, they should not travel, right? They should keep their immune system boosted up with vitamin C. I know I do as much as I can and absolutely self isolate. Some people, the worst part is that some people do not know if they are infected with the virus, right? That's why every planter needs to self-isolate regardless of where you've been, right? You're, you're being sent to a camp with, with uh, an entire crew, right? Uh, it's important that everybody shows up ready to go uh, without having any, um, uh, any signs of virus or any potential to having uh, contracted the virus. It doesn't mean that the planter stays at home and the roommate goes, like if the planter has a roommate uh, where the roommate goes out to social gatherings or to the mall, it means that any contact that this planter can have with someone potentially carrying the virus uh, should isolate themselves or have the roommate isolate with you, right? It's not, 
Um, it's not a unique situation. Several people across the world are actually, the majority of people across the world are doing exactly that, self-isolating, right? It's a lot to ask from planters and everyone realizes this, but it's a global requirement. Uh, we all need this virus to, to get out of our lives, right? So if you're just a, a listener to your, to your podcast, I mean, even just being a good Canadian citizen and staying home if you can, like if you have the opportunity of working from home, this will help in controlling this whole pandemic. So if there is one single most important thing to stress here, uh, specifically for planters, you know, waiting out all of these day-to-day -day changes and preparing for the season, you know, what would that be? What would that single most important thing be to stress to them? I would say, of course, self-isolate and, and then educate yourself on how to stay safe and how you can protect others while still working. I've been working myself from home for about three weeks now and not going out at all. We're, we're pretty fortunate in the community that I live in where our grocery store, like we, uh, we live in a smaller community, so we're able to, uh, to work out these kind of uh, uh, conveniences with our, our local shops. But uh, our local grocery store is able to deliver groceries uh, to anyone who is self-isolating, right? So this is a huge uh, plus to preventing a pandemic inside our community, right? So we're we're all working on this to make it happen, to make it happen. And um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Just before we wrap up here, are there any other messages you'd like to leave Ontario planters with today? In my dealings with planters, it seems there's always so many distractions, right? Like the planters are trying to make sure they're planting the trees correctly, trying to make some money, trying to make some lifelong friends, trying to have fun. And now with the addition of trying to stay safe on top of that, not just in the field, but even when you're at camp. Um, it's very important to me for the planters to realize how much everyone truly appreciates their work and how much we actually need them. So if everyone can please self-isolate at least two weeks before the start of the program, it's so important that everyone participates so that the tree plant programs can carry on and so that everyone can continue to work while basically eliminating the risk of getting sick. Awesome, well, Sylvain, thank you so much for all of this information. I know that every Ontario planter out there will be so thankful to just hear this and to have you know, some semblance of information. And even for me, it's been really interesting to know what's been going on in Ontario and how things are playing out. And I think you know, the more that other provinces have plans in place and are getting their programs going, you know, the better it is for all of us as a whole, as a, as a tree planting industry and community. So I really mm -hmm. appreciate you willing to come on here and chat a little bit today. Yeah, it's my pleasure. All right. Well, I wish you the best of luck with your isolating at home and uh, yeah, hopefully yeah. You know, I know your workload's very intense right now, but uh, yeah, hopefully everything works out and next month we'll be, uh, we'll be hitting the ground running uh, plants and trees. I hope so too. 
thanks for uh, thanks for inviting me, Aaron, and we'll talk to you later. All right, thanks, Sylvain.